Hey guys, it's Jackson, and welcome back to another episode of Reality Talk, the podcast. So guys, this week is super exciting because I got the chance to interview Gigi McGuire from WeTV's show Beyond the Pole. And if you're not familiar with this hot new reality series, let me give you the rundown because it is very juicy and very dramatic, let me tell you. Um, so Beyond the Pole basically follows um, exotic dancers that live in Atlanta and they have either formally been um, strippers or they are currently strippers, but really it's about their lives outside of the strip club and or what they've accomplished since leaving um, the strip club. So a lot of them are entrepreneurs. They have multiple businesses. They're on their actresses um, doing different TV shows, um, just focusing on other things and, you know, still being hustlers and still, um, you know, making money, but doing it in a different way, if that makes sense. So that's what the show um, is about. And it's also about their friendships with one another um, because some of them have known each other for a long time through the uh, community out in Atlanta and all, all around the U.S., to be honest. But the show focus, focuses specifically on the ladies in Atlanta. So it is really good. They're in their second season. Um, and they had their first season and it was actually a lot different. So they actually re like kind of uh, gave the show a, a bit of a makeover. <laughs> um, it's rebranded. It's a lot different than the first season. And honestly, the second season is so good. I will watch the first episode. I've watched that first episode like a million times already because honestly, it's so good. The cast is great. Like the storylines are good and it's just going to get better. So I'm excited. But my guest this week is Gigi McGuire. Um, and if you're not familiar with her, check her out because she is super talented, super amazing. She is a co-host on Lip Service with Angela Yee, who was um, one of the hosts on the famous radio show, um, The Breakfast Club. So um, she does that. She's also an entrepreneur. Um, and she used to be an exotic performer um and she also taught pole dancing classes and um did that but she doesn't do that anymore and she's actually trying to open up um her own restaurant so we will see that journey for her this season but <clears throat> we we the good thing about this show is it really shows a different side of the ladies it shows these ladies as moms um like i said businesswomen in their relationships and how um you know, being exotic performers has really affected their relationships with their family, with their um, with people romantically, that kind of thing. So it's very, very interesting. And actually what makes this season so interesting is that COVID really affected these women because obviously when COVID happened, just like a lot of other people, um, these ladies were out of jobs. So they had to um, kind of find new ways to make the money that they were making in the club um, from home. Um, so 
you kind of get to see that a little bit on the show this season, which is very interesting. So um, honestly, it's a super great show. Check it out. It's on every Thursday on WeTV at 10 um, p.m. Eastern Time, 9 Central. Um, it it's, comes on right after Growing Up Hip Hop. So if you're watching Growing Up Hip Hop, check check out Beyond the Pole. Uh, set your DVR because, honestly, it is so, so good. I can't recommend it enough. Um, these ladies are super talented. The people behind the show are super talented. So, honestly, congratulations, ladies. Um, love, love, love the show. But anyway, um, Gigi and I talk about this season and what's to come. And she she spills the tea. Let me tell you, she um, does not hold back about her opinions on her cast members, um, what we can expect this season, what's going on in her life. And trust me, it's a lot. So um, definitely grab a drink and sit down and listen to Gigi spill all the tea on Beyond the Pole. But anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. And without further ado, here is my interview with Gigi McGuire from WeTV's Beyond the Pole. I hope you guys enjoy. This call is being... Well, hi, Gigi. How are you? Hi, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. I'm so excited about like all of this and everything that's happening. It's just so surreal. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, um, I won't take too much of your time because I know you're very busy, but um, I just want to say that I do. I loved the first episode and I think it's going to be a great season. So I'm really excited. OMG, I can't wait. Um, yeah. I, know I was there, but, you know, you never know, like with the editing and, you know, everything, how it all comes together. And um, I wasn't at every single scene. So I know there are things that um, I don't even know happened. And I'm just so excited for everyone to be able to share their lives and tell their stories. And um, we're just in a whole, just so grateful that it's being received the way it is because, you know, yes. it's stereotypical strippers are this and strippers are that. And it's like, we're being celebrated at this moment. And it's like, we're like, finally, like, finally people see us for who we really are. Finally, we're able to let people know and change the narrative of what, society thinks about exotic entertainers you know we're not all have uh drug problems and pimps and with prostituting and you know we have children that we take care of and we're educated and we own our homes and you know we took our money and started businesses and you know that's just the, the part that people don't usually get to see so the fact that we're able to share all of this me personally i'm here for it you know yes yes that's a great a great part of the show and I'm I'm really glad that um yeah that, that you guys all get to showcase that but um I want to start at the beginning of everything so I was curious so why did you decide to um join the second season of Beyond the Pole um really for that opportunity the opportunity to be able to change the narrative to be able to be a mm -hmm. part of letting people know how we really are um, despite the stereotypes. You know, um, I'm newly back to Atlanta after being gone for about seven years. I've been oh. back for almost two years now. Yeah, um, when I left Magic City in 2010, I started um, a business where I taught, I had a pole dance studio and I taught pole 
as a means of fitness and just self-confidence to um, women of all walks of life. And um, I was in a long distance relationship at the time and my relationship uh, moved me to New York. I closed my dance studio and here we are back in Atlanta because the relationship didn't work. So I've been back in Atlanta and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. You know, I knew I had to Mm -hmm. hit the reset button and figure out what path I would take next. Um, And I was so grateful to be able to come in contact with our EP, Shante Page, and get um, casted onto the show. Um, So this has been unexpected, but life-changing in a very good way. And I'm just uh, grateful for the opportunity and am anxious to see what's next to come, you know? Yes, yes, that's very exciting. Um, just curious, are you interested in opening up your dance studio ever again? Because that's, I know a lot of people, it's a great form of exercise and it's very, it's a lot of fun. I'm not, like I'm not going to say like never because you're never supposed mm-hmm. to never. But at this time in my life, I just don't think that that's what I want to do. It's kind of like a been there, done that. Let me see what's next. Sort of thing. Okay, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, of course. But, but it is something that I I love doing, and I do still do workshops here and there and one-off classes. Um, I have a pole at home, so every time one of my friends or family members come around, they're interested, so I'm, you know, still active. Um, I have my OnlyFans account, to which I do a lot of pole dancing and twerk videos and that type of thing. So I am still active with the pole, even though I don't dance anymore. Um, but I actually am... Um, taking my entrepreneurship to the other side of uh, um, life uh, behind uh, the kitchen. I'm trying to open a restaurant. So, oh, um, very cool. I'm, I'm going that route. Yeah, I'm I'm going that route. I actually, um, it's you'll see this in the season. Um, it's it's something. It's a part of my storyline, and you know, it's it's a goal that we're trying to achieve. So we'll just you know see if it happens or not. But that's where my focus is right now so um maybe in the future we could revisit the whole poll thing because it's something that's very near and dear to my heart and it's something that i will forever do as you know as long as i have the capabilities um but at this very moment i would have to say that i do not want to have a studio i want to see what else i can do and what else i'm capable of achieving right right yeah of course that makes total sense um, now, <clears throat> the other ladies on the show, now, did you know any of them prior to um, joining the cast this season? Yes. So Angel and I actually started at Magic City uh, around the same time. We were okay, yeah. together working day shift back in 2005. Um, Virgo came to Magic City maybe three, two or three years later. And we actually um, created a feature pole dancing crew together called the Snack Pack. And when I left Magic City and opened up my dance studio, she was right by my side. She was basically like the general manager. Um, And we we taught together, we traveled and taught together, and we traveled and performed together. And she's actually, out of everyone in the cast, my closest friend. She's like a best friend to me. Um, Out of all of the women that I had relationships with from the club, um, I have to say that Verbo was one of very few that our relationship stayed the same even when I was living in New York. So I'm very happy to be back here and reunited with my friend. And I'm over the moon ecstatic that we're able to have this experience together because it's something that we spoke about for a very long time. Um, I also know Lyric from um, Magic City. We actually didn't work together, but 
throughout the years from me um, coming into the club, I've, you know, we kind of linked up and we've always had a good rapport and doing this um, show together definitely made us closer. Um, the oh, other ladies I didn't know. Um, and I, I just got to meet um, just this past year, um, Marie and uh, Treasure P and Briss and um, Dime, who I actually don't get along with. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> um, you'll see that unfold throughout the season as well, that um, yes. me and her just aren't <laughs> able to, to click. And, you know, that's okay. You're not going to, you're not going to mess with everybody you come across. You're not going to like every food you eat. You're not going to like every shoe you try on. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, there isn't like an on-site beef when we see each other, we're going to fight or anything like that because I'm not even that type of woman. But I'm very big on energy and chemistry, and I'm very big on um, just being real honest. And she just, we just don't mesh when it comes to those things, like we butt heads. And there's even a, a part of time, point of time throughout the season where Lyric tries to bring us together. And she does something that leaves a very bad taste in my mouth, and it takes us further apart than when we started. So it ends with me just not wanting to build anything with her because you really can't build anything strong on a weak foundation, and our foundation is just not strong to begin with. So I'm over trying to, you know, be friends with her. Now, we work together. You know, we're in the same show. We have uh, the same friends, the same circle of associates. And so we have to be around each other. And I'm fine with that. Right. We can be in the mm-hmm. same room, but I'm not inviting her over for drinks. You know, we're not going out for brunch, you know, that whole thing. I'm just right. trying. I'm just not interested at this point in creating anything further with her. But I do have great relationships with everyone else um, on different levels, of course. And um, I'm actually grateful for those relationships as well, because, again, me being freshly back into Atlanta, you know, I kind of have to have new friends and meet new people. And this actually um, helped fill that void, and especially in the middle of COVID, you know, when we're all quarantined and nobody could really get out and do anything. Right, right. Totally. And actually, that's the thing, um, like you mentioned, that I love about um, this season, I think, and the show in general is, um, I think, you know, everyone is from, you know, different backgrounds and all of that. And everyone has different opinions, mm-hmm. but everyone's you know, open to, uh, you know, they, they always speak their mind and stuff, but you know, there's not always like constant fighting, you know, people get along and even through differences, I think you guys kind of are able to coexist, which is really nice to see, especially on reality TV. So I like that. Um, yes. Now, um, this, especially in the first episode, I think people will get to see, but, um, you know, former BFFs, Yaya and Lyric are very much at odds mm-hmm. and things, um, get, you know, come to a head at your little um, tea party that you threw. Um, it's a tea so, party. <laughs> yes, I love that little party. Um, now, what is your opinion on that, you know, that situation? Because everyone's kind of, you know, a part of it now that they're, they kind of brought it around everyone. Yeah. So what is your opinion on it? Yeah. So initially, I thought that bringing them to together um, at my house would be a good idea. I felt like, mm-hmm. you know, the atmosphere, the tea party, we're all dressed up nice and our fascinators and our lace gloves and everybody's pretty and feeling, you know, good vibes. So 
um, I thought that bringing them together would actually help the situation. But in mm-hmm. hindsight, we see that it didn't help. It actually made it worse. And um, I was just trying to be a peacemaker. Um, I'm really good friends with Lyric, and I did create a relationship with Yaya. So I felt like, you know, trying to help them figure out their issues was something that I would be able to accomplish. But um, it kind of backfired, and, mm-hmm. yeah, they they are unable to work things out. So. Right, right. Um, they never really, they never really got it together. But I tried. I tried to be yeah, the people. At least you tried. <laughs> I tried. You know. <laughs> yes, yes. Now, again, on the first episode, Empress announces that she is pregnant, um, and she kind of mm-hmm. announces something that is a very, you know, very controversial that she is smoking um, during her pregnancy. So, you know, when she announced that mm-hmm. and kind of talked about, you know, the reasoning behind it and all of that. What was your reaction? So I am a very firm believer in to each their own, right? Mm -hmm. Like we can't go around telling people what to do. We can express our opinions and we can hope that our opinions are taken, especially when they come from friends and people who love you. We hope that our opinions are taken with love. We hope that our opinions are you know, maybe that one word that someone needs to hear to maybe put forth change. However, Mm -hmm. with Empress, she is Miss Wildflower herself. She's very, (laughs) you know, stern on her beliefs. And she's just like, can't nobody tell me what to do. I'm grown. And um, me personally, I would, I don't smoke cigarettes at all, but I would never smoke if I was pregnant. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just actually, I was, I was smoking the green stuff when I was pregnant. Um, and I stopped during my pregnancy, um, so long ago, but you know, it's all about self-will and self-control. Now, what she said to us was it could be worse. You know, y'all mm-hmm. lucky that it's the cigarettes and the coffee and not crack. Y'all lucky that I ain't out here snorting lines or out here shooting up heroin. So it's like, eh, you right. But at the same time, um, we just really wanted her to, if not stop, just at least slow down a little for the sake of the baby. Right. But she's like, mm-hmm. I'm super mom. This is my seventh pregnancy. I've smoked with all of my children. I've smoked my whole adult life. And I'm not worried about this baby because God got me in this baby. So at that point, mm-hmm. we throw our hands up, we back away, <laughs> and we just pray that her and we like to call him Little Baby Seven, even though he's here now and his name is not Seven, but we still refer to him as Little Baby Seven. Um, he, he, listen, he came into this world and he's healthy and, and he's a bundle of joy. And I'm so grateful that nothing happened due to her in this smoking. But was I for it? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Absolutely yeah, I know. Absolutely not. And I, and I honestly think that the world is going to chew her a new ass. For that. I think that the reaction from the public is going to be astronomical, you know, as far as um, people having their opinion, a uh, negative opinion about it. But again, she's a grown woman and, you know, you can't really force anything on anybody or make anybody do anything that they don't want to do. So. Right, right. Yes, yes. I think um, everyone's reaction will be interesting. But, um, yeah, I'm glad uh, you guys are very supportive of her, you know, no matter what. So that's always, that was really nice to see. Mm-hmm. Um, now, 
were you with the tea party? Um, were you hesitant at all to have every all of the girls at your house and, you know, knowing that there's a lot of conflict and stuff between some of them? Were you hesitant at all, worried they were going to break something or at your fancy tea party? <laughs> I was. I, I was, I, I did second guess whether or not I wanted to invite Yaya, which was why her invite came kind of last minute. Um, mm-hmm. And, um, you know, she wasn't really uh, dressed appropriately, you know, how everyone else was dressed for the tea party because it was such a last minute thing. But after contemplating and going back and forth, I had my trust in my friends, um, mm-hmm. Lyric especially, that she would not disrespect me or my home in a way that would make me upset or like break anything or, you know, like really go crazy, you know, in the negative way. Um, you know, you see them have their argument and all of that. And he did get spilt um, on my leg, yeah. but <laughs> um, there were no burns and nothing got broke. And, you know, we were able to end the night somewhat peacefully. So um, I did have some apprehension, but again, I had more trust into my girl that she wouldn't go crazy at my house. And um, I thanked her in hindsight that she did. <laughs> because right, everything right. was like glass and mirrors and teapots and hot water. And it's just like, you know, and that was another thing. Like I, I could have had a barbecue. I could have had any type of get together. But I wanted to create an environment that made everybody feel pretty and nice and, you know, girly and, you know, fun and whimsical. And, you know, to try to keep away from the drama. But, you know, sometimes the drama going to come whether you want it to or not. So that's kind of what happened. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, now, besides yourself, if you can, I know it was a while ago and you haven't seen the episode really yet. But who would you say is was the best dressed at your tea party? Empress. And I say Empress because that was my first time seeing her all dialed up like that. I'm used to Empress at the ranch. I'm used to Empress in the strip club. I'm used to Empress in in her uh, sweats painting the wall or building a gate. You know, Empress is like Candy Woman and she has these horses and all these kids. So that was actually my first time seeing Empress dressed up and all dialed up like that. And I just, she looked like a walking Tiffany box. Like she just was so gorgeous. And, you know, with the pregnancy and everything, she just was so gorgeous to me. Um, There was actually mixed reviews from the girls about Empress's um, tea party outfit, but I actually loved it. I really did. I I enjoyed Empress and and her look that day. I I was totally caught off guard (laughs) for sure. Uh huh. I liked it. Yeah. But I appreciate that everyone stuck to the. Yeah, I appreciate that everyone stuck to the theme and they had their gloves and their fascinators and their little dresses and um, Lyric and Milk Marie. Everybody knows that I'm obsessed with the color pink. And um, <laughs> Lyric and Milk Marie both had been to my house prior, so they knew that a lot of my house is pink um, furniture and stuff. So um, they kind of came and, and, and matched my whole, you know, pink thing, and I was appreciative to them too for that. But um, hands down, I would have to give my favorite outfit of the day to and for sure. Yes. And on the other side, besides Yaya, because I know she was kind of, her invite was last minute and she, you know, came in a different outfit. But was there anyone's outfit that wasn't really your cup of tea? That maybe was nice, but just wasn't your, 
your type of outfit? Not that I can remember. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I actually helped uh, Virgo dress that day. We help each other dress all the time. So yes. I like her <laughs> outfit. Um, Angel came through. Angel's always high fashion. Angel's always giving a look, and she came through with the hound suit, right? Um, uh-huh. So, yeah, I can't say that I didn't like anyone's outfit. I just really wish that um, Yaya had enough time to um, kind of blend it. Oh, I will say that Treasure, for her to have the invite and know what the criteria was, I don't think she really came tea party ready. Not that her dress was bad. It was just like a simple, like, olive green dress, if I can remember. But yeah. she didn't mm-hmm. go the extra mile to bring the tea party accessories to because she could have she could have went a little further and put on some gloves or a hat or something and made that dress more tea party of apparel you know um so I didn't hate her look but I really wish she would have went a little further to try to go with the theme of things because it kind of made her stand out yes yes um now there's been a few theme parties like we had you had the ranch one and now the tea party is there is there any mm-hmm. more um, fun little theme parties that you can kind of tease um, throughout the rest of the season? I threw a, yeah, I threw a lingerie party. Um, Ooh, we fun. had sex talk with Gigi and um, we all, well, it was at my house again, but the ladies all showed up in their beautiful lingerie and um, that party, we had a good time as well. Unfortunately, that one came to a sort of abrupt end as well, um, without giving any spoilers. But everyone did come dressed in theme, and it was a full cast event. So everyone, including Dime, um, was here at my house, and everyone looked really gorgeous um, in their lingerie. And for the most part, we had a good time. Yes, yes. I'm excited for that. Um, now speaking of, um, sex talk and all that, you have a podcast, right? So tell me a little bit about that. Yes. So my podcast is lip service. It's Angela Yee's lip service. There's Mm -hmm. myself, L'Oreal and Stephanie Santiago, who are all hosts. We are about, um, over 300 episodes in six years and we interview celebrities weekly and we speak about sex and relationships. And it's really cool because, we get them to open up in a way that they might not normally open up about sex. And mm-hmm. um, we, we, I think that personally, I think that they, it's a refreshing to them to not have to answer the same questions over and over. It's not the typical interview, you know, right. currently we're on zoom because of COVID, but we're normally in a studio in New York city and, you know, the energy and the chemistry is there we're drinking and everything is like a relaxed atmosphere and um, it's really a good time. Um, We actually did a few live shows. We did in 2019, we did a 12 city tour with Live Nation and um, the live shows are always good as well because we get the audience to participate and we get their live feedback. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's always a good time because you know, we go and we read the comments or, you know, we get the the um, the commentary from the viewers after the fact. But to have them be a part of it or I'll even be like out in public and I'll, somebody come up to me and start speaking to me about a certain topic that they wish that they could have waited. So to be able to provide an atmosphere for them to watch the show live and actually be interactive with us and the guests, um, I really do enjoy that. And I can't wait for us 
to be able to uh, go on the road again and, and have more live shows. Because yes. Zoom is yes. cool and all, but I'm all about energy and chemistry, and it's just better when, you know, it's in person and everybody gets to engage. Right, right. Well, congratulations on all of that. Um, but my last question that I have, um, is there anything that you want fans um, of the show and of yourself that you want them to know about you that maybe they don't know or they haven't really got to see yet? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, any any kind of fun right. facts or anything about you? So what um, people that are in my life personally, what they don't know about me is that I am very intelligent and I'm very funny and I am very warm and giving. I always take care of all of those around me. I'm like everybody's auntie or big sister. You know, I always play the mama role. I'm always willing to help people, you know, stranger or not, um, especially my friends. I'm not going to sit by and watch a train wreck if I can do anything to help it. And I think that's something that people are going to get to see from me throughout this season. Um, that people that, you know, just know me from lip service or know me from social media, that they don't know that, that side of me. So um, right, right. I'm excited for people to get to, to know me on a deeper level. Yes, yes. That's so, um, that's very exciting. And I'm excited for you and excited for all of the ladies to Thank kind you. of. Yes, yes. I'm so excited for more. I'm like, after the first episode, I'm like, I'm hooked. I'm ready for more. Congrats on everything. Thank you so much. um, I thank you. I really appreciate you for doing this. Um, But I'm excited and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you guys so much for listening to my interview with Gigi McGuire from WeTV's Beyond the Pole. If you would like more reality talk, please follow our Instagram. It's at Reality Talk Podcast. You can also follow my personal social media. It's at Jackson Seth35 on Instagram and Twitter. And I will have all of Gigi's social media in the description as well for you guys to check her out. And again, please watch Beyond the Pole. It's on Thursday nights at 10 9 Central on WeTV right after growing up hip hop um, and set your DVRs. Cause like I said, this season is super juicy, but again, thank you guys so much for all the support and love. Love you guys. Um, and I'll see you next week.